Listen to God's Word for November 1st. Today's reading includes Luke 17 and John 11. May God bless this reading of His Word. Luke 17 Jesus said to His disciples, It is inevitable that stumbling blocks will come, but woe to the one through whom they come. It would be better for him to have a millstone hung around his neck and to be thrown into the sea than to cause one of these little ones to stumble. Watch yourselves. If your brother sins, rebuke him, and if he repents, forgive him. Even if he sins against you seven times in a day, and seven times returns to say, I repent, you must forgive him. The apostles said to the Lord, Increase our faith. And the Lord answered, If you have faith the size of a mustard seed, you can say to this mulberry tree, Be uprooted and planted in the sea, and it will obey you. Which of you whose servant comes in from plowing or shepherding in the field will say to him, Come at once and sit down to eat. Instead, won't he tell him, Prepare my meal and dress yourself to serve me while I eat and drink, and afterward you may eat and drink. Does he thank the servant because he did what he was told? So you also, when you have done everything commanded of you, should say, We are unworthy servants." We have only done our duty. While Jesus was on his way to Jerusalem, he was passing between Samaria and Galilee. As he entered one of the villages, he was met by ten lepers. They stood at a distance and raised their voices, shouting, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. When Jesus saw them, he said, Go, show yourselves to the priests. And as they were on their way, they were cleansed. When one of them saw that he was healed, he came back praising God in a loud voice. He fell face down at Jesus' feet in thanksgiving to him, and he was a Samaritan. Were not all ten cleansed? Jesus asked. Where then are the other nine? Was no one found except this foreigner to return and give glory to God? Then Jesus said to him, Rise and go, your faith has made you well. When asked by the Pharisees when the kingdom of God would come, Jesus replied, The kingdom of God will not come with observable signs. Nor will people say, Look, here it is, or there it is. For you see, the kingdom of God is in your midst. Then he said to the disciples, The time is coming when you will long to see one of the days of the Son of Man, but you will not see it. People will tell you, Look, there he is, or look, here he is. Do not go out or chase after them. For just as the lightning flashes and lights up the sky from one end to the other, so will be the Son of Man in his day. But first he must suffer many things, and be rejected by this generation. Just as it was in the days of Noah, so also will it be in the days of the Son of Man. People were eating and drinking, 
marrying and being given in marriage up to the day Noah entered the ark. Then the flood came and destroyed them all. It was the same in the days of Lot. People were eating and drinking, buying and selling, planting and building. But on the day Lot left Sodom, fire and sulfur rained down from heaven and destroyed them all. It will be just like that on the day the Son of Man is revealed. On that day, let no one on the housetop come down to retrieve his possessions. Likewise, let no one in the field return for anything he has left behind. Remember Lot's wife. Whoever tries to save his life will lose it, but whoever loses his life will preserve it. I tell you, on that night, two people will be in one bed. One will be taken and the other left. Two women will be grinding grain together. One will be taken and the other left. Where, Lord? they asked. Jesus answered, Wherever there is a carcass, there the vultures will gather. John 11 At this time, a man named Lazarus was sick. He lived in Bethany, the village of Mary and her sister Martha. Mary, whose brother Lazarus was sick, was to anoint the Lord with perfume and wipe his feet with her hair. So the sisters sent word to Jesus, Lord, the one you love is sick. When Jesus heard this, he said, This sickness will not end in death. No, it is for the glory of God, so that the Son of God may be glorified through it. Now Jesus loved Martha and her sister and Lazarus. So on hearing that Lazarus was sick, he stayed where he was for two days. And then he said to the disciples, Let us go back to Judea. Rabbi, they replied, The Jews just tried to stone you, and you are going back there? Jesus answered, Are there not twelve hours of daylight? If anyone walks in the daytime, he will not stumble, because he sees by the light of this world. But if anyone walks at night, he will stumble, because he has no light. After he had said this, he told them, Our friend Lazarus has fallen asleep, but I am going there to wake him up. His disciples replied, Lord, if he is sleeping, he will get better. They thought that Jesus was talking about actual sleep, but he was speaking about the death of Lazarus. So Jesus told them plainly, Lazarus is dead, and for your sake I am glad I was not there, so that you may believe. But let us go to him. Then Thomas, called Didymus, said to his fellow disciples, Let us also go, so that we may die with him. When Jesus arrived, he found that Lazarus had already spent four days in the tomb. Now Bethany was near Jerusalem, a little less than two miles away. And many of the Jews had come to Martha and Mary to console them in the loss of their brother. So when Martha heard that Jesus was coming, she went out to meet him. But Mary stayed at home. Martha said to Jesus, Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. 
But even now I know that God will give you whatever you ask of him. Your brother will rise again, Jesus told her. Martha replied, I know that he will rise again in the resurrection at the last day. Jesus said to her, I am the resurrection and the life. Whoever believes in me will live, even though he dies. And everyone who lives and believes in me will never die. Do you believe this? Yes, Lord, she answered. I believe that you are the Christ, the Son of God, who was to come into the world. After Martha had said this, she went back and called her sister Mary aside to tell her, The teacher is here and is asking for you. And when Mary heard this, she got up quickly and went to him. Now Jesus had not yet entered the village, but was still at the place where Martha had met him. When the Jews who were in the house consoling Mary saw how quickly she got up and went out, they followed her, supposing she was going to the tomb to mourn there. When Mary came to Jesus and saw him, she fell at his feet and said, Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. When Jesus saw her weeping, and the Jews who had come with her also weeping, he was deeply moved in spirit and troubled. Where have you put him? he asked. Come and see, Lord, they answered. Jesus wept. Then the Jews said, See how he loved him. But some of them asked, Could not this man who opened the eyes of the blind also have kept Lazarus from dying? Jesus, once again deeply moved, came to the tomb. It was a cave with a stone laid across the entrance. Take away the stone, Jesus said. Lord, by now he stinks, said Martha, the sister of the dead man. It has already been four days. Jesus replied, Did I not tell you that if you believed, you would see the glory of God? So they took away the stone. Then Jesus lifted his eyes upward and said, Father, I thank you that you have heard me. I knew that you always hear me, but I say this for the benefit of the people standing here, so they may believe that you sent me. After Jesus had said this, he called out in a loud voice, Lazarus, come out. The man who had been dead came out with his hands and feet bound in strips of linen and his face wrapped in a cloth. Unwrap him and let him go. Jesus told them. Therefore, many of the Jews who had come to Mary and had seen what Jesus did, believed in him. But some of them went to the Pharisees and told them what Jesus had done. Then the chief priests and Pharisees convened the Sanhedrin and said, What are we to do? This man is performing many signs. If we let him go on like this, everyone will believe in him. And then the Romans will come and take away both our place and our nation. But one of them, named Caiaphas, who was high priest that year, said to them, You know nothing at all. You do not realize that it is better for you that one man die for the people than that the whole nation perish. 
Caiaphas did not say this on his own. Instead, as high priest that year, he was prophesying that Jesus would die for the nation. And not only for the nation, but also for the scattered children of God, to gather them together into one. So from that day on, they plotted to kill him. As a result, Jesus no longer went about publicly among the Jews, but he withdrew to a town called Ephraim in an area near the wilderness, and he stayed there with the disciples. Now the Jewish Passover was near, and many people went up from the country to Jerusalem to purify themselves before the Passover. They kept looking for Jesus and asking one another as they stood in the temple courts, What do you think? Will he come to the feast at all? But the chief priests and Pharisees had given orders that anyone who knew where he was must report it, so that they could arrest him. Thanks for listening, and join us tomorrow as we listen to God's Word. Questions or comments? Email us at info at org.